Hello there and welcome to episode 12 of Getting Lost in the Grey. DG from DG Podcasts here. So just before we fire right into the episode, I just wanted to say that if you've been listening from episode 1, thank you very much. I do really appreciate it and um, yeah, it's actually quite humbling to have reached the 12th episode at this point. It's a little bit crazy. Uh, the didn't know how many I was going to do. I mean, I've got a massive list of them, obviously. But, um, yeah, just to even have reached. It was when I was preparing this episode, I was like, wow, this is episode 12. It's a lot of episodes already. A lot more to go. But, yeah. So, going to start with... Just explaining, really, this episode is going to be a big one. So, we're on PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, before we get fired right into that, um, quick trigger warning. So, there will be potential mention of physical assaults, sexual assaults, verbal abuse, and war-slash-combat situations. Of course, there won't be any specific, um, you know, mention of anything, but there will be... um, minor mentions of things so just a little bit of a warning there as always we have our twitter and links will be uh, shared in the description so links for today are um, a website called nim so it's n-i-m-h dot n-i-h dot gov Uh, we also have the nhs naturally uh, mail clinic and mind.org.uk. Now, that one there, I think, is actually probably the most... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the Mayo Clinic or the NHS are not good, or nor the NIM one, but I think I, when I was researching through this, preparing for the episode and the previous episodes, I found the mind.org to have the most... not detailed, but the most correctly written um, information. And when I say correctly written, I don't mean it was like, you know, a tick that is correct. It was more, it was, the language used wasn't quite so triggering, nor was it, what's the other words? So we've got triggering, inflammatory. Um, not saying that any of the other ones are, but I do find that some of the language that's used when writing can be a little bit just maybe doesn't quite encompass how a person would actually feel with these mental health that we've discussed in this one and previous. So, yes, on that, mind.org.uk website, which is linked in the description, does have a very useful video um, that has uh, great detail on PTSD. So if you are obviously interested in uh, PTSD or you feel you know someone who has, or maybe you have, um, certainly check that out. And I would definitely spend some time on all the websites, but in particular mine.org. Um, just go through everything there. And yeah, as always, please do not suffer in silence. If any time in life or right now or earlier on today, you feel like you're overwhelmed, you need someone to talk to, anything like that, please do reach out to someone, whether it be family, friends, doctor, anything like that just please do it don't suffer in silence um and if there's anything that i'm discussing within this podcast that you find is incorrect uncomfortable or anything like that please do reach out to me the twitter's in the description and yeah so let's fire into ptsd
Now, this one is a, a big one. Um, when I say big, I mean, they're all, all the mental health, as I've always said, are all very, very big. They're all very important. But this one, I think, is just because of the, the events that happened beforehand, so essentially the, the traumatic incident or incidents um, that, that cause this, this mental health um, issue are a lot more in depth, a lot more scary. There's a lot of things that can be, that can cause this that are very dark things in themselves. So I think that's why we maybe look at PTSD as such a, a like a giant monolith kind of thing. It's like this massive thing, this massive block, this big huge monolith that stands up above, you know, like the rest of the mental health and everything. In particular, I think it's because we, we look at, um, when we talk about PTSD, most people's immediate image is, um, you know, soldiers coming back from war. So, yeah, I think that's where... PTSD does kind of stand above the rest. Not saying that that's correct. Not saying that the it's a more important mental health or anything like that. But I think it's just because of the things that happen to cause someone to have PTSD, um, they kind of they make it so much more than you know some of the other ones. They make it appear so much more. Um, uh, not not more important, but just bigger. Like, so much happened that caused this, you know? Whereas, like, you know, like, um, ADHD, autism and things like that are things that people have had from birth which aren't caused by a particular thing, if that makes sense. I'm not saying that they're lesser for that, but uh, I think that's just the way that we view it, you know? But yes, so what is PTSD? So it's a disorder that develops in people who have experienced... A traumatic event. Um, now that can be something that's shocking, scary, very dangerous. It can be something that's happened just the once. It could be something that's happened many times. Um, of course, as I mentioned, the trigger warnings. There's potential for there to be like uh, PTSD following physical abuse, physical assault, um, whether that be one incident or continuous whether it be uh, you know a stranger or someone they know um, and again we also have a uh, sexual assault um, one that I was a little bit not surprised but but just I don't want to say surprised because I'm not surprised but just I was pleasantly surprised to see it in here because verbal abuse was also mentioned I can't remember which one of the uh, websites that I cited um, that actually has it, but one of them did mention verbal abuse, and I thought that was really important. Not that physical assault or sexual assault or any of the other ones aren't, but verbal abuse can be very damaging, and a lot of people can we can say things without really thinking what the what the outcome can be from that to someone. Um, I've, I, I'm uh, very guilty of you know saying things out of turn and, and anger, and then thinking about it afterwards and thinking, wow, actually, you know what, that wasn't really nice. Not even just nice. That was very, very 
hurtful, you know, and just someone can really take that quite, quite, um, quite deep. But yeah, so uh, verbal abuse and, um, of course, as mentioned, war uh, slash combat situations. These, I think, those ones are more often used just because um, there's wars happen all the time, combat situations happen all the time. And um, soldiers coming back from them can, yeah, severely suffer from PTSD and many other things. Um, so, one thing to note is PTSD is not a form of weakness, even if it, like, you know, maybe makes the person feel that they're weak, maybe makes them feel like they're scared and, you know, they shouldn't be. Like, they'll, they'll maybe think to themselves, oh, well, I shouldn't be scared of that anymore, it's, it's done. Um but it still can make you feel very, very fearful. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, certainly, it's a very natural thing. Now, obviously, PTSD isn't quite so natural, but um, the fear side of things is natural. So with that, it's not a form of weakness for someone to suffer from PTSD in any way. And I know that, that uh, a lot of soldiers kind of feel around that. I'm going to be keep referring to soldiers because that's how PTSD was always, um, in my mind, it was always that. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to break out that cycle, but it will just keep slipping through as I talk. So, yeah, the there is a lot of reactions that people experience after a traumatic or numerous traumatic events and... Whilst people can recover from like these initial symptoms or these initial reactions, other people can have ongoing um, reactions, problems, situations where they then become, you know, diagnosed with PTSD. Um, with that, there's not like a specific age that someone would develop or uh, start showing symptoms of PTSD. It really just depends on the person and essentially I think it also would depend on the traumatic event and you know the mind can be really really powerful in blocking things out so I mean someone could um, develop PTSD from a traumatic event in their childhood when they're in their 40s you know, these things, the mind is very powerful, but it does have its own limitations. And eventually, we all, like everyone, is going to develop things once our mind can only handle so much. And I think that's where PTSD is one of the more crucial ones to think about because our minds can only handle so much. We have the most powerful brains on the planet and with that there's a lot of responsibility and we take a, take advantage of a lot but everything has its breaking point and the mind is by no means invincible and I think that's where we need to start to realise, as I've said in many of my episodes of this podcast, we really need to start to realise that the mind is, you know, it is this physical thing that can only handle so much. It's not going to, it's not infinite, it's not invincible. And PTSD is a stark reminder of that because when we go through a single or multiple traumatic events, our mind has to find a way to cope and 
some days it can't and these things we develop are just ways of the mind trying its best to handle things so yeah it's, it's it really is a big one and I know I've said this a few times but it really is quite an important one and the things that can trigger someone to have or to develop the symptoms that are uh, PTSD, um, they can really vary. Um, just for, you know, talking sake here, I've got a couple written down. So, you know, we've got serious road accidents, um, you know, assaults, whether they be physical or sexual or even just being mugged, um, robbery, um health problems as well so serious health problems um childbirth experiences i think that can relate to uh, both mother and child um as i mentioned earlier ptsd can develop uh, later in life it doesn't have to you know happen um like a week or several weeks after the actual event that has triggered it, is, it can happen months, years down the line. Um, once the mind kind of reaches that point where it's had enough and it eventually will have to, you know, trigger. So, um, symptoms. Now, there is a lot. There is a lot of symptoms. Um and they're quite varied. One thing I did want to note is some of the symptoms have been um, from mind.org website. Some of the symptoms have been identified to be very similar to that of bipolar disorder. And there has been um, misdiagnosis. It didn't specify, you know, where or anything. But um, there has been uh, confirmed cases of misdiagnosis of bipolar disorder which can then actually be associated um, with PTSD. So they're then di- they're misdiagnosed as bipolar disorder and then that diagnosis is corrected at a later time. Now, not all diagnoses are going to be corrected and you know some of them will be bipolar disorder, but this, this again comes down to how similar a lot of the symptoms of mental health um, can be very similar to each other. So... Again, it can be very difficult for a medical professional to even diagnose these things. We just need to be as honest as possible when we're actually discussing how we're feeling with the doctors so that they can um, basically have all the information to be able to make the right diagnosis. Now, I'm not saying that um, people haven't been given all the information um, as I said, there is similarities between bipolar disorder symptoms and PTSD symptoms. So there has been misdiagnosis, even if the uh, person has been 100% honest, they've said everything, these things can still happen. Um, so yeah, with that, some of the symptoms. So we have intrusive memories. Now, that's where memories of the actual event or events um, can reoccur and they can be very unwanted naturally um, and they can be very distressing 
because the person doesn't want to remember about these things, nor do they um, want to continue thinking about them. Uh, there is also potential for um, flashbacks, uh, reliving of the event or events, um, dreams and nightmares. Of course, uh, they, I think they're probably one of the most prominent ones. Um, emotional distress, or even physical reactions to something that can remind you, so potentially like a trigger. Um, so even, for instance, when you listen to this podcast, certain things can maybe trigger things, you know. Um, other ones, we have avoidance. So trying to avoid thinking or talking about the event or events. Um, avoiding places, people, certain activities, various different things that could be related Triggers, again, I think this is a, a, quite a common uh, term. So avoiding triggers that uh, could um, maybe even cause some of the intrusive memories, again, to occur. Uh, so, yeah. Um, negative changes in thinking and mood. Now, this one, I think this is maybe where it kind of relates to the bipolar disorder as well. Um, so we have negative thoughts about yourself other people, or even the world around you. Uh, hopelessness about the future. So again, you might notice some of the things can be related to depression. So hopelessness about the future, negative thoughts, again, similarities. Um, memory problems. Um, one, one key part is not remembering certain aspects of the event or events. Um, Difficulty in maintaining close relationships. Now that one, I think, is really quite a, a prominent one. We tend to push people away when we're feeling severely under pressure, which certainly with PTSD you would be. Feeling detached from family and friends. So again, pushing people away. A lack of interest in activities you once enjoyed. Again, similar to depression with this. Um, difficulty experiencing positive emotions, so not really wanted to feel positive. Um, feeling emotionally numb, so that one again, can, I can definitely relate it back to some of the depression symptoms again. Not that I'm trying to compare them, I just notice that certain symptoms do have similarities. So, um, Changes in physical and emotional reactions. So, essentially, how we we would react to things, uh, both physically and mentally. Oh, sorry, emotionally, not mentally. Well, yeah, a little bit mentally. Um, being easily startled or frightened. So, uh, being very jumpy, being very um, easy to scare is probably one of the words. Always being on guard for danger. Um, self-destructive behaviour such as drinking too much or driving too fast um, difficulty in sleeping difficulty in concentration irritability, angry outbursts or aggressive behaviour overwhelming guilt or shame and um, for children six year old or younger um, they can also do some reenactment of the event or certain aspects of the event. 
and some frightening dreams as well. There was a lot of symptoms, a lot of symptoms. Um, probably one of the largest number of symptoms that I've discussed on any of the episodes so far. Now, as I said, as I was going through, there is some that do bear some resemblance to other symptoms from other mental health that we've discussed. With that, although they are similar, and as I mentioned at the beginning with you know the bipolar part, um, there can be misdiagnosis. It it does it doesn't take away from how important like all mental health is and in particular PTSD and you know depression and anxiety and everything um, they may bear similar um, symptoms but they are all very very important and it's very very important as well to make sure that the diagnosis is correct because if you're not dealing with the the correct diagnosis you may not be getting the right treatment Um and also not maybe discussing or talking about the the correct um, events or um, past thoughts that have maybe occurred. Various different things. We just need to make sure that we give all the information and if we feel that things aren't, maybe like the, the diagnosis doesn't sit right with you or something like that, maybe go for that second opinion and just just make sure you're right, asking the right questions yourself as much as the doctors and the medical professionals are going to ask questions of you and expect you to be truthful. You would you would really want to make sure that you're asking the right questions as well. Now, moving on to when to get medical advice. So essentially, when should you really be aiming to start having these discussions both with friends, family and, um, you know, doctors and medical professionals and actually looking to reach out and get some help. So after an event, a traumatic event, things are going to be very upsetting and confusing and everything there so you do have to give it a little bit of time after the traumatic event of course doctors and everyone would you know discuss that with you but after about four weeks is roughly where medical professionals start to you know say that there's maybe some more help needed there so after about four weeks, if any of the symptoms are showing or continuing or particularly maybe getting worse, um, then, you know, start those discussions. Start uh, reaching out and, you know, saying that these symptoms are continuing. They're not getting any better. If anything, they may be getting worse. They Or you're developing more or anything along those lines or you know if it's a, uh, a family member or a child that you're uh, reaching out on their behalf um, you know just explain it as much as possible and it just will help the the medical professionals to provide as much information as possible and they can then make the diagnosis as they go so with that we are moving on to our treatment so 
the last episode I made there was, um, you know, about CBT, so cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, so that's one of them. That's again, it, it comes under quite a few. Um, there is other ones, um, which is watchful waiting. Now this is the first time I think I've seen this one on here. So it's where uh, symptoms are monitored and to see if they will improve on their own or if there's further treatment needed. Antidepressants and, of course, as mentioned, the talking therapies, so the CBT. Um, There's also one mentioned, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So that one sounds like a really interesting one. I'm going to have a dig into that one and see what that one is all about. Um, With that, I'd just like to refer back to, you know, what I mentioned at the beginning about the traumatic events and things. There's no definitive um, list. I mean, I have listed some, you know, like as mentioned, but there is no definitive or um, clear-cut list of what is considered a traumatic event. Every person is different, and every person will react and handle things in a different way. Um, depend upon the event. So if you feel that your traumatic event or something that happened maybe wasn't even that traumatic, if it really, if you're having any of the symptoms where, you know, and it's related to a particular event that happened in your life, there's no one is going to minimalise that. And if they do, they certainly shouldn't be a medical professional. Um so we need to try and get our heads around that every person is different every person's mental health is different and we need to adapt as much as possible to that and not judge people you know like maybe their traumatic event isn't as um traumatic as yours or someone else's or anything like that every person is different and they handle things in very different ways and everybody everybody's mind can only handle so much we have no idea what else someone else has been through in their life and it may take what someone else may consider as a minor traumatic event just to push them to um near breaking point um and with that again if there's any any suicidal thoughts or any suicidal ideation anything like that, please do reach out to someone, anyone. Do not suffer in silence and do not allow yourself to go down that road. It's not worth it in any aspect or any means. And with that, we're actually coming to the end of this episode now. Um, I've discussed everything that I wanted to discuss on this one. So next episode is going to be on OCD, so Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. Um, yeah, so thanks again for listening. I uh, really do appreciate it. And uh, please check out Twitter. And if there's any comments or anything you want to um, mention, please do let me know. And take care. <laughs>